This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name is Calabucas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups of the future, not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that button, and uh, smack that subscribe button, and hit that bell so you can get notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and drop a review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. So today I'm going to talk about workarounds. And everybody knows what workarounds are, right? Workarounds are like the patches you put on a bicycle tire when you you, you don't want to have to replace the tire. And um, this is basically how it works. So you build software and then you release the software. And then you realize there's some massive bug in the software that you didn't see because it wasn't tested properly or when it gets to the real world and everyone knows the adage, uh, no plan survives contact with the enemy. When you put things into the real world, there's tweaks, there's differences. The real world is messy, and it's not the test environment. So bugs will occur. In fact, somebody told me once, testing causes bugs, so just don't do any testing. But I digress. So people need a fix, and they need a fix right away. So what happens? Somebody develops a workaround. A workaround, some way of appearing to solve the problem without actually solving the problem right? They throw a patch on it. They throw a workaround. They, they get around it. And I think the reason why a lot of people do this is because there's time sensitivity, right? People need to fix whatever problem they broke right away. So a workaround is slapped in. But the problem with workarounds is that a lot of times workarounds become the actual solution because nobody ever goes back and looks at solving the problem in the first place. And I don't know, maybe I can blame like super fast software development cycles. People need to get things out right away because they're concerned that this is going to happen and that is going to happen. And I argue that what we need is a little bit more of a measured approach. I mean, we're pushing stuff out to customers that's half finished, all patched with workarounds all over the place. We need to be a little more patient. We need to be a little more circumspect. We need to be a little more respectful of our end users and not push workarounds all the time. Why can't we just think through the problem a little bit longer? Or if we do have to slap in a workaround, and sometimes you do have to slap in a workaround, there's no way around it, then do it with a little more thoughtfulness that when you put that workaround in, put it in there as a just a holding point until you get to actually solving the underlying problem. I think a lot of times it's just workaround after workaround after workaround after workaround, and we never get to 
the real solid thing. And partially is because people are lazy. They want to get the work done. They want to get it done quickly, but they can do it any way they like instead of doing it in a more planned way where they can actually work things out and solve the problem. So workarounds are great, but try and minimize them as much as humanly possible. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.